the Sports on Point Weekly Rewind, a week in review with Matt Smith and Bob Williams. Let's back it up. Hello, guys. This is Bob Williams. Uh, I won a challenge last week. That's why you're hearing me first. He won the challenge! The challenge! So you'll get to hear me first, or a little bit more of me. Um, I don't know how I like that. We'll have to have some feedback from you guys. Um, Hopefully. Hopefully it's a good thing. I'm liking it. Now what do we do? I don't know. (laughs) Joined in the studio by... (laughs) Joined in the studio by... Matthew Smith, your usual host, sitting here mourning my loss in the Fantasy Football Sports on Point Challenge. And the guy pressing the buttons, my name is Bones. Otherwise known as Pod Severance. Welcome, we're going to get to this week in sports. This is the section where we cover the top shared stories of the internet from every day of the week. And our host will give a short comment on each day, starting off with Wednesday. Patriot Brady, Eagles Vic, finish atop the fan vote for 2011 Pro Bowl. Yeah, I don't think this is much of a surprise. Uh, it actually seems to me in one of the rare cases in fan voting that they actually got this one right for the most part. The rest of the the rest of the lineups I'm not as sure about, but uh, Brady is having the second best season of his career. 34 touchdowns, four interceptions. Vic's not all that far behind him with 30 total touchdowns and only six picks. And Michael Vick has been carrying the team on his shoulders pretty much this whole year. I don't know who else you would possibly have atop the vote. Uh, I agree. You know, usually the fans, especially in the other sports, tend to go from what they think or, or more of a fan. So you see yeah, an injured Yao Ming in there in uh, basketball. But for this, this is right. You know, it's a quarterback-driven league. These are your top two quarterbacks in either division. So it, it just makes sense. Also on Wednesday, absolutely epic. 1974 from Cleveland Browns to a fan. Honestly, there's two letters in this. Uh, one is from the crazy sports fan, or could possibly be made up um, actual letter talking about the <laughs> ludicrous idea of paper airplanes being destructive in the environment at NFL stadiums. And then the actual Browns owner at the time, Art Modell, sending back a letter to the company for the law office that had its name on the letterhead of the first one saying, hey, someone's posing at you. This is just kind of crazy in all, all around everything. Yeah, this letter, while it wasn't exactly tactful, is still pretty much 100% right and also hilarious. This guy who writes this letter initially is complaining about the danger imposed by paper airplanes at a football game. Meanwhile, he's probably cheering for every big hit that he saw. So it's a little bit of a uh, hypocrisy on his part. But, uh, yeah, complaining at the stadium about paper airplanes, that's kind of even worse than punters complaining about field conditions. On Thursday, Indianapolis Colts, Joseph Adai expects to play versus Upland Raiders. This from ESPN. Mr. Smith... Well, Adai did make it back for the Sunday matchup against the Raiders, although he didn't exactly look spectacular. He only had 45 yards rushing. But the important thing is uh, the Colts were playing for were playing for their shot at a division championship next week. Adai found pay dirt one time during the game, and that game was decided by less than one touchdown. So may not have been a spectacular outing, but he certainly helped the team. Yeah, and, and for the Indianapolis to actually have a shot this year in the playoffs, or to, to even make the playoffs, is they need a healthy running game. No knock against Donald Brown, but they have seem to have more success when a, a die is healthy in the background, or in the backfield, helping out Peyton with the pressure. Also on Thursday, Idaho State players' foul shot gets stuck on the front rim. All right, 
uh, if you haven't seen this yet, you need to go to YouTube uh, and actually look up the video. What happens is the, the guy at the free throw line throws the ball, it hits the back iron, pops up, and, and sits momentarily on the front iron like it's just going to stay there inevitably and, and finally goes in. It's just one of those random unique things like the Tiger Woods shot that uh, we had earlier this year that, sh that just makes sports fun. With the cigar guy, yes. Okay, I think we've all seen basketballs get wedged between the rim and the backboard. Uh, I know I've seen it probably too many times to count, but this is pretty cool. It, it, it actually stayed balanced on the rim for like a full two seconds, which doesn't really sound all that impressive. But when you see it, it's impressive. On Friday, Philadelphia Eagles quarterback Michael Vick's choice for NFL MVP. Himself, of course. Yeah, this headline is kind of written in a way to make Michael Vick look pretty narcissistic, but... Uh, the the interviewee kind of or the interviewer kind of put him on the spot with a question he wasn't really prepared to answer, and I don't know. I mean, I've never been in the mind of an NFL player. I don't know if he necessarily knows what spectacular year Tom Brady is having, but I mean, all in all, his stats aren't that far off of Brady's, and and he's kind of demonstrated some things on the field that Brady can't even touch. So, hey, if if he thinks he should win it, I'm okay with that. Yeah, and why not? If it wasn't for this guy, would Philadelphia be where they are right now? And I doubt that. I, I know early in the, earlier in the season, I actually doubted him playing and being able to have the type of impact that he's had. And this is a Philadelphia team that week in and week out can beat anyone, and that's what an MVP does for you. I agree. And he also makes a really good vapor rub. Also on Friday, <laughs> I just said that while you guys took a drink, so you choked. On Friday, Maurice Jones-Drew of Jacksonville Jaguars doubtful against Washington Redskins. Mr. Bob. Uh, this is a tough blow. Uh, we found out that he didn't play, and they only managed 52, or 32 yards on 15 rush attempts from Jennings. If Jacksonville had any chance to, to make the playoffs and actually usurp the uh, Indianapolis Colts, it would be through the running game of Maurice Jones-Drew. Without that, Garrard really isn't the quarterback that can that can carry a team. He can manage a team, no problem, but he can't carry a team. And this week is even worse for Jacksonville because it looks like both of them might not play. Right. And actually, Jennings uh, was only the second leading rusher. Garrard had more yards rushing, which when your quarterback's your leading rusher, unless he's Michael Vick, that's kind of a bad sign. But... Uh, the Jaguars were going up against the 25th best rushing defense in the NFL, so MJD sure had a, surely had a shot to kind of run buckshot wild against the Redskins, and uh, he wasn't there, and I think that's a big reason why they lost this game and why they're barely hanging in. Uh, they kind of need some help to uh, get a playoff spot now. On Saturday, Carmelo Anthony will miss second game after sister's death. Yeah, Mr. Anthony's sister, Michelle, uh, passed away. She had four children. Always tough thing to go through, and I think it's probably even a little bit tougher, although none of us really know. I think it's a little bit tougher when you're somebody in the public eye, but uh, the, the reason that I wanted to bring this up is because you know uh, his sister and children were in the uh, greater Baltimore area, and I have to think that something like this happening has to have Carmelo thinking a little bit harder about going back east and playing for the Knicks or the Nets or somebody out there so that he can be a little closer to his family. Yeah, definitely condolences to the family. Uh, like you mentioned, it, it has to be a tough thing. And, and, I, and I agree with this. This might actually throw out the whole idea of him pushing a little bit more for, for an East Coast uh, deal, whether it be to New Jersey or New York. So the, the timing, as unfortunate it is, might help him get moved out of Denver. Also on Saturday, Jamie Moyer still thinking of returning to pitching. 
in 2012. If he comes back, this is a total throwback pitcher, but that's what Jamie Moyer is. He, he's always been a guy who's going to not dazzle you with his stuff, but always going to keep you in the game. He's, he's going to pitch you into at least the fifth inning all the time, you know. I know he's recovering from Tommy John surgery this year, so there's no chance that he's going to be back. It'll be interesting to see if any team actually goes and signs, you know, even if it's for a minor league contract. I can see someone taking a, a waiver. Look at Tim Wakefield. I know he's a little bit younger than him, but these two are our immortal pitchers in our generation, and you're seeing it more and more with these people that aren't the strikeout flamethrowers that they have a, a longer career. So I say, why not? Yeah, I got no problem with him coming back. Uh, he's got a Tommy John surgery just happened on the 1st of December, so he's going to be about 12 or 18 months of rehab before he's even going to be able to throw the ball in any uh, fashion. But I'm not really sure exactly what the market value is going to be a player who's going to be 50 years old coming off a of Tommy John surgery who was 9-9 nine and nine with a 4.84 ERA in his last season when he's active. More power to him if he can do it, but I'm not sure what the market's going to be for that guy. On Sunday, NFL postpones Eagles-Vikings game until Tuesday. Yeah. Pennsylvania Governor Ed Rendell claims that this postponement was a sign that the U.S. is a nation of wussies. He said if the game was in China, they would have never moved the date. I don't know what, chi- I don't know what China's weather policies are when it comes to sports, but I kind of agree. Since when do we postpone football games because of bad weather? We go play. We go play. Yeah, this is kind of crazy just just in the fact that the big snowstorm that they were expecting never really hit. Yeah, it, it did snow there, but no worse than the week before or the, the previous two weeks up in Minnesota. So I, I kind of agree with them. When we think of football, we think of out, outdoor inclement weather. You got to look back to the ice bowl. These guys used to play in everything, anything and everything. When you know back back in the day. And, and now we are sort of giving our, our athletes a little bit more of a, a special treatment. Just as, a, just as a side note, I think it was 2004, uh, a friend of mine and I went up to a Cleveland Browns game with a wind chill factor of negative 13 degrees. The San Diego Chargers were playing in Cleveland and uh, were really, really good. They actually clinched the division that day, and the Browns had, I think, three wins on the season, and negative uh, 13 degrees, and do you think the stadium was empty? Of course not. That's what football's about, You're playing crappy weather. That's right. Also Sunday, Minnesota Vikings could play the 2011 season outdoors. Again, why not? You know, you see it in Wisconsin, you see it in Seattle, you see it in Buffalo. What makes Minnesota so much different? Yeah, they had the dome. You know, there's there's going to be the situation and how long it gets fixed. Is it going to be safe? They'll probably do that, but think of the crowd that will go to TCF field and and actually support them it's not like they're going to move to a different city to play they're going to have the support whether they play inside or outside so why not yeah i wonder how many of these home games for the vikings in 2011 are going to be moved to a tuesday night because of the weather (laughs) okay none of them are and the reason are is because minnesotians are not wussies i like that word minnesotian Minnesota. I'm pretty sure it's not right, but I like it anyways. I mean, they had a they had a professional wrestler as their governor for crying out loud. These are these are tough people up in Minnesota. They're going to the games no matter what. Who are you talking about, Jesse Ventura? Yes, the body, <laughs> the mind. On Monday, 49ers prepare for final week without Singletary. 
Yeah, so Mike Singletary got fired. I'm really kind of surprised because they did not play the Packers. And I thought you had to get beaten by the Packers before you were allowed to fire your coach. Which kind of reminds me, did Tom Coughlin get fired? He probably should have been fired. No, he wasn't fired. Did they win? No, 45 to Oh, yeah, 13, I, I forgot about it that. It was, okay. it, was, it was a fireable offense. Yeah. Uh, but no, uh, they, the, the ownership said that they're going to work on hiring a GM before they hire a coach. But I, I got to kind of think that uh, Jim Harbaugh wouldn't even have to move his family if he went to the 49ers and started coaching there. Stanford's just down the street. Yeah, that's definitely the type of uh, signing that the 49ers need. You know, an organization that not too long ago was right there with Dallas as the it team of the NFL. Uh, Harbaugh would be a nice one. I I think I saw today where they're trying to uh, get Bill Parcells out there. I don't know if they're a good enough team in order to, to sway Parcells. But Mike, Mike Singletary, unfortunately, did it to himself this year just with the fact that he kept playing uh, hot potato with the quarterbacks. You know, at, at this point, we know that Alex Smith, Troy Smith, and even uh, Sean Hill. No, Carr, David Carr. You know, the, okay, so most of them probably won't be anything better than a, a backup quarterback. But the fact that you were switching people is not going to help that position. You need to stick with someone and, and let them play. Also on Monday, Miami Hurricanes and Notre Dame fighting Irish band players from Travel to Mexico or Sun Bowl. Uh, this makes sense just because the border town uh, across the way in Mexico is one of the largest drug capitals in, in the area. So it, it makes sense. That the reason why I actually picked this one up was because both teams actually took the passports away from the players. So they took the initiative to be like, hey, no, we're we're not going to let you even think about this. And and it's kind of a big deal that the universities are going above and beyond trying to to help and protect these kids. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I I think it's definitely a good call here by these two schools. Um, I I, I personally, I've been to El Paso before. Uh, It kind of, it's kind of a town that has a, has a little bit of an edge or a dangerous feel to it. Uh, the crime rate in El Paso itself is pretty much on average with the, the rest of the nation, but Ciudad Juarez, which is just on the other side of the border, actually has the highest murder rate in the entire world in 2009. And they hate gringos. In rounding the week off on Tuesday, Dean Spinos of San Diego Chargers says North Turner, A.J. Smith, will return. Matt? I think this is a glaring statement by Dean Spanos that he is completely uncomfortable with his football organization being mediocre. A.J. Smith as a GM has had some really bright moments in San Diego, especially with some of the things he's been able to do in the draft, but he's a difficult personality to get along with. And the reason they're hanging on to North Turner is because he's willing to put up with A.J. Smith and vice versa. But ultimately, you're never going to get a good coach until A.J. Smith is gone. And... Um, let's face it, North Turner is not a good coach. He's, he's managed to underachieve overwhelmingly everywhere he's been so far. Oh, you, you were talking about North Turner. That North Turner, the same North Turner who played in, or coached in Miami and didn't really do much. I, I agree with the, the mediocrity. Uh, it, it's funny because this is the same San Diego team that just a few, year, few years back had the same cycle with Marty Schottenheimer. Uh, they finally got got rid of him. You know, they brought in Turner. They're like, okay, maybe maybe this is us turning the corner. They're going the same direction. So I, I actually agree with Matt here in the fact that they need to to get rid of the GM. Maybe maybe North Turner give him one more year. 
under new GM, see what they can do. But yeah, it, it's it's a tough tough deal. But it's good to see an actual owner get behind his, his guys. I'm I'm actually kind of glad that you brought up the uh, Marty Schottenheimer situation because Marty Schottenheimer was ousted after a 14 and two season, and this year they're eight and seven going into the last week, and they're keeping their coach. Like, what's the standard here? I don't get it. It's the Nebraska standard. <laughs> hire hire Frank Sol or fire Frank Solich, and then hire Bill Callahan who does worse. In rounding the week off. Adam Robinson of Iowa Hawkeyes charged with marijuana possession. Um, this is tough because Adam Robinson was also in the news recently for uh, issues with, I think it was PEDs, uh, something. I, I know he was in, in the news recently. I don't he, was know sus- he was suspended, suspended for failing to meet team standards. Okay, okay. I, I know he was suspended going into the yep. bowl game, so this is not helping his cause at all. What actually hurts even more for him on a personal level is that Iowa went out and beat a highly ranked Missouri team in, in the in the bowl game. I think it was last night. And Adam Rod- Robinson actually had a really good year this year. He, he was one of the reasons why Iowa wasn't worse than what they were. And it just seems like the end of the year just he fell off a cliff. Yeah, this has uh, been a bad week for the Iowa, or a bad month. Aside from the victory, of course, they had that going for them. But uh, they lost to one of their star wide receivers to drug charges. Now Adam Robinson's got some drug charges. Uh, Robinson, he's had just under 1,000 yards in both his freshman and sophomore seasons. you got to think that this is a guy who has a future. But at the same time, I don't think it's going to be with Iowa because I don't see them keeping him on. And that's been this week in sports. For your takes and your suggestions to feedback at sportsonpoint.com. 